Hey guys, welcome to Culture Dumps. It's Parks Miller, and I am here with Ryan Lichten, and I am so excited for this episode today. Uh, this is seriously like one of my favorite subjects of all time. Would you say it's what you really like it too? Yeah, Ryan. This is a big one. This is a big one. This is a really big dump. It's Pogs. I am so excited that we got to this. Uh, it's Pogs, and for those of you that don't know, it's uh, spelled P A W G. It's no, actually an acronym. That's, that's <laughs> and, not. And it's one of my okay. favorite. <laughs> no, wait, what? Uh, it's, Dude, not, it's, one, it's, it's like not, a subgenre. It's not that uh, kind of Pogs, which is so um, fucking funny uh, that you just wait. said that. No, okay. First of all, that's what that's like it's, a deep cut for the bros or for like the girl <laughs> bros that might know the P A W G S. Uh, you can Google that. I'm not gonna say it, but no, we're talking about Pog Pogs, which. You don't even fucking oh. know what these are. This is um, this is crazy shit. One of the hosts of Culture Dumps didn't know what pogs were. <laughs> I've I got to throw away my notes. Um, <laughs> I've done years of research down the drain. <laughs> yeah, research. Um. Okay. Well, I'm gonna do a hard pivot here, but yeah, I do, I don't really know what pogs are. That's the if fucking... it's not the pog. I, I I just can't fucking believe that. That's like not knowing about. Like fucking Pokemon cards or something, you know, for people our age. I know about Pokemon cards. I just tell me what it is. What is a pog? Okay. Well, and also this is one that a lot of people sent in. It was kind of obvious uh, that this is going to be kind of an, an easy dump, um, if you will, uh, a non strenuous dump. Uh, so, I mean, pogs basically, it's a cultural phenomenon that became a multi million dollar business many times over that has roots stretching back hundreds of years. And in true dump fashion, the people responsible for the craze were left in the dust by those who took the seemingly innocent trend and squeezed every last penny out of it, only to kill their own success through oversaturation. What a pog is, is a small cardboard disc. I want to say they're about an inch or two uh, in diameter, and um, they're generally one-sided, and there'll be a design on, on one of the sides, whether it's from like a popular movie, a cartoon character. Uh, we'll get into all sorts of crazy different pogs that, that they made, and it's a game. So you pile them all up. With like you know f facing down or facing up all, all of them facing the same way then you take a heavier pog it's called a slammer and the slammer is really where it was at and you throw that are we shit sure we're not are we sure, sure yeah we're not talking, we, about, we're not talking about the b-a-w-g-s <laughs> pogs yeah yeah the slammer right. yeah and you slam it down on the pogs um you take your slammer in your hand and you slam it onto the pogs, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, okay. Now, now, I, now you got me all fucked up over it. But um, now, so, so but the, when you the, slam the goal it down, is to flip them over, and and then you you generally keep the ones that you flip over. That's the whole. So deal. the 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 cardboard pieces they're stacked up, and the ones that flip over, are they don't yours. even have to be stacked up. You can just put them in a pile like loose, but all okay. facing the same way. Um, and, and that's so, that's so the, whole the shaking, thing. the shaking, the, the 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 force of the larger pog 
will hopefully cause the smaller ones to flip. Yes. So it's kind of like marbles, kind of? It's just like marbles or uh, like tiddlywinks, uh, if you're familiar. I found out all this weird shit. But to get to the history of pogs, we have to go back to the island. We're going We're going back to the land of our friend Brutta Is. Uh, you know, we're going to Hawaii. So back in the days of milkmen and glass bottled mm-hmm. milk, which is still the bombest milk you can get. If you have, like, I know everyone's like, oh, milk, gross, who just drinks milk? But if you get it in a glass bottle and it's ice cold, it's still. I mean, I mean, I don't really drink milk anymore, but as a kid, yeah, I mean, that was like, that was the shit to drink milk. Yeah. And it tastes really good. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm just fucking old and I can't drink and, it because it makes me shit a yeah. lot. <laughs> but you heard it, it here first, as a folks. Kid. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, but back in those you, days. Wait, did though, you have a milkman? No, did I didn't you have, have a milkman? fucking milkman. No. Well, I didn't grow you know, up the, in the fucking forties. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus. So but it, so basically in like the twenties and thirties, kids would take the milk bottle caps from you know, from the milk bottles and they would play a game that was similar to yes, marbles or tiddlywinks or jacks, where you know, you, you lay them all all the caps down facing one way and then you would slam it down, you know, another one and try and flip them and then you would keep them. And that was, you know, a game loosely based on a game uh, from Japan called Menko, which was created and played all the way back to like the 1600s where it's essentially the same thing but it's cards that you're trying to flip over like you lay out the I cards do, all one way i had a feeling that this was you were going to do some crazy deep research and it was going to go back like a few hundred years well because this know? is like a caveman game like cavemans could have which is also why pogs are fucking bullshit uh it's a bullshit toy we were all had okay but it's like so a caveman. So we're game. getting like a cabbage patch esque vibe, you know, something from the old world, yes. being exploited into the new. Uh, yes, it, exactly. And like some people will call pogs milk caps, or like playing it. Like, oh yeah, milk caps. Like I remember that that was the thing when I was a kid. Like and I and I had them. Like okay. older people would be like, oh yeah, milk caps. Um, and so anyways, kids played that shit. You know, past the thirties. Um, but it wasn't really as prominent as milk stopped being delivered by milkmen and they stopped using glass bottles. But the game did find a way to live on. So one of the m- most prominent dairies in Hawaii, the Haleakala di- Dairy, uh, they didn't just produce dairy products. They also made juice. And one of the most popular juices they made was, get this, this is what you sign up to Culture Dumps for, passion, mm-hmm. orange, and guava juice known as and labeled as POG juice okay so so i wasn't wrong it is an acronym it is an acronym yes and yes it is juice is kind of what i was looking for right you're looking for some pog juice (laughs) some pog juice Um, (laughs) i i see no that's (laughs) that sounds really good um juice blends just in general yeah and no and and this was the this was the popular one and it said on the bottle it said pog like giant letters and Mm. like honestly the fact that we just told you what pog actually means and stands for is worth the price of admission for the entire episode uh you know (laughs) you know what i mean that's like kind of the biggest part about this but in 1991 a teacher named blossom galbizo noticed students playing violence-based games such as cops and robbers at lunch breaks and recess and all that and so in an effort to calm the children and keep them from playing such aggressive games she introduced them to the game her grandparents showed her she took a pile of pog juice lids and showed them how to play milk caps the kids instantly took to the game's winner takes all competitiveness and it wasn't long before the game had spread across the island and eventually the entire state 
So like on the juices, you could have like a screw top mm-hmm. if it's a bigger bottle, mm-hmm. or some of them were just like a cardboard lid that you would just like peel off. You know, so the mm. little cardboard circles, those became the pogs. And then the cap that you would screw over it, right, became the slammer. And that's the roots uh, uh, of, of, of the whole deal. And kids would decorate the, the lids themselves. And, like, like the juice was selling, like, insane, you know, because everyone now, like, all these kids wanted to play this game and make their own pogs and stuff. But you had and to buy the juice. And, and if you didn't get too. pog right. juice, you weren't really playing pogs. You weren't doing the game. I see. I see. This right. also just reminds me of that kind of, like, um, you know, back before – not a cell phone in sight. Yeah. You know, just, <laughs> just, playing just hogs. enjoying life. You know, you just kicking rocks. You just take a couple sticks and you're you're outside enjoying life for hours. Yeah. Dude. OK. No shit, though. Like and I think anyone can relate to this. Like the best toy you can have when you're a kid is like a fucking box, like a big fucking box. Like yeah. It doesn't get any it's better a than four, like a refrigerator you know, box. It's a hideout. Yeah. You can do a lot of things with a box. Yeah. You know, that or an iPad. iPads are pretty cool <laughs> as well. <laughs> but uh, so Blossom, this teacher, she's kind of known as the mother of Pogs. But we'll see soon that it would uh, be, you know, taken from her grasp. <laughs> so as the game's popularity grew, so did the demand for more Pog juice lids. This increase in demand caught the eye of Alan Rapinski. Alan was an employee at the Canadian printing company that manufactured the packaging for Pog Juice. And there was a huge uptick in orders just for the lids. Like, the, the juice company would sell, like, bags of just the lids. Mm. And this guy's like, why are they just ordering those? You know what I mean? And the people at the dairy explained to him that, oh, there's this new game and the kids are going crazy for it. So we're selling these. And uh, he's like, oh. And he had the Pog Eureka moment. And he was like, what if someone made actual game pieces for this game, like, professionally? Like, not just lids. Like, we'll actually make Pogs to be played with. And they would be super cheap to produce. And there's, like, a whole universe of licensing opportunities. And thus, Pogs as we know them were born. So, again, this is, like, a classic story of someone creating something. It's really popular. And then someone else just jumps on it. Like, you know. Some... Some middle management motherfucker yeah. in a factory, right? This reeks of that shit. And yeah. then they're like, oh, the licensing, the dollar but he signs. Did, but I mean, what? He did buy the trademark for, like, the POG name. Like, because, I mean, the, Blossom, the, that was just the title no, of a from juice. The company. Like, 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 right. like, just the POG, you know? And also the, mm. like, kind of trademark on the lids, like, that were made for it, you know? Um, so he, that is pretty smart. Yeah, because it's like the POG itself is just an acronym, right? It, it wasn't it like still actually, probably didn't fuck with the actual companies. They just called it that because it that's what it. Yeah. yeah, that's what the juice was. Like they weren't like calling it like, oh, this is like POG drink. It's like no, it just this stands for Passion Orange Guava. So this guy's like, no, I'm going to register mm-hmm. POG as a trademark. Yeah, just POG, and then it becomes its own word. Right, its own it, thing. It, exactly. So he began producing these small cardboard discs with different designs. And as the game's popularity spread to the mainland, Rapinski began approaching different brands with a licensing opportunity that almost every major account one could hope to acquire jumped on. By 1994, there was an estimated 350 million pogs sold. The company was making millions of dollars. In California alone, uh, throughout the duration of one year, uh, pogs were raking in approximately $10 million a week. Like every week just in this state. 
you've got so it's this disc right so you could like you could have pepsi coke gap i have a huge bag uh, of pogs right here that are going out to our uh, top tier patreon subscribers next month and uh um, they're like the mask waterworld fucking yeah looney tunes disney mcdonald's like every fast food place made pokemon uh, yeah, all the fast foods I'm seeing. I mean, it looks like the Grateful Dead. Movie, oh, bands, Beavis yeah, Butthead. Um, I'm seeing just the eight ball. I guess I mean maybe no one owns the eight ball. Uh, well, I remember like eight trait. ball slammers and like yin yang slammers were like yin really yang. Big. I'm seeing that. Yes, yeah, I, so I you, have, you have a these poison very slammer. Recognizable things. Like yeah, dude. When you, when you come nice. out, uh, well, you know, I you'll we'll play some fucking pogs I, for for money. Though, I feel like kind of. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I feel, sh- I feel shitty that uh, I. Yeah, I'm looking I can't at these. believe they look really you don't cool. know fucking pogs. Dude. No, this is not. I mean, like I know about like trapper keepers and Pokemon cards and shit. I don't know. This is just not ringing a bell. That's I see NASA. Crazy dude, you're um, like hurting our cred right now as like fucking nerds of dumb shit. <laughs> like you know, um, they're gonna be like, they don't even know fucking their dumb shit, man. He didn't even know dude, what pogs was. OJ Simpson. Okay, shut up, because uh, you're gonna slammer. you're ruining oh, my whole, my whole fucking gig here. <laughs> okay, we're getting there. All right. So the problem with Pogs, <laughs> the problem with Pogs though, was that the brand itself was inconsequential. Kids were drawn towards the designs on the Pogs, not necessarily the Pogs themselves. So while Pogs had you know, game sets and accessories and even TV commercials, they were incredibly simple to produce and non-Pog brand Pogs began to flood the market. So, like, you know, for instance, like with Beanie Babies, there was, you know, the people that made Beanie Babies, but then there was the people that made tag protectors. Well, you had people making tubes to carry your Pogs. Like, I had a neighbor that literally had a six-foot fucking Pog tube. I hope he later turned it into, like, a bong or something useful because, like, no one needs six feet of Pogs, you know? But <laughs> um, then like slammers and stuff and so you could I mean anyone could make these and as long as it was just made out of a different kind of material or a little bit thicker or you know or was using a license that what that wasn't underneath the pog brand anyone could make these so you start mm. seeing them in mass and they're just fucking cardboard little discs so like they're insanely right. cheap to produce and if you sell like say a, a, a little container with 20 pogs in it and you sell it for five bucks, you're like, that's hand over fist right there. Right. You just made a ton of money. Yeah. I mean, if but you that's, repeat, that leads to that. the downfall of pogs, which can be attributed to several factors besides the mass bootlegging. One of the first signs of decline was when schools across the country began to ban Pogs. The game, because of its play-for-keeps nature, was seen as gambling. Kids would come to school with their prized Pog collection and come home with nothing, which drove parents crazy because it was already ridiculous enough that they were spending money on cardboard fucking discs, but to have their kids lose them in the equivalent of an elementary school craps game was absolutely ludicrous. Mm -hmm. And then now, with kids unable to play Pogs at all times of the day, the desire for Pogs began began to wane you know they moved on to the next thing so that's so funny because usually when things like get banned there's like a you know a a big pushback to be like no you can't take this away but it's just literally kids it's like oh shit well we can't play so yeah, I guess fuck we'll it. just stop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, fuck it. Let's like we'll do anything else because we're kids, and I have a yeah. point about that uh, later. Um. Okay, I do want to say there was a similar game I played. Just so I'm not like totally losing my credit. It was, it was called Get Like Me. And to boost my credit, it was with actual fucking money. Okay. 
We would have <laughs> quarters, and you would flip the quarter, and you would say, get like me, and it would land heads or tails. And then the person, they would flip the quarter, and then if they – so if you landed heads, they would have to get like you. So if they landed oh, heads, see. they took your quarter. If they landed tails, you took their quarter. And then if you said, I'm going to get like you, then it was just the opposite. <laughs> so this is just and straight up do, gambling. It's, it was just straight up gambling. So I'm saying I'm familiar with the throwing of discs on the ground as a child. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, no, totally. So, you know, the biggest problem besides the banning, the biggest problem that Pogs faced was simple. It was just oversaturation with every major entertainment company, including music, film and television licensing. Uh, you know, they, they were all putting mm-hmm. their properties out onto pogs all within this like three to four year span. So there was nothing left to make pogs from, you know? Um, and there, right. there was just too many being produced with too few new pog ideas and the entire country, as well as other parts of the world had gone pog crazy to the point that when Pope John Paul, II visited New Jersey in 1995, 50,000 pogs commemorating the event were made. And when the O.J. Simpson Holy trial, shit. thank you, Parks, uh, Sorry, you know, dude. captivated the masses, there's O.J. trial pogs that were made. Uh, there was no one and nothing that were safe from pogs or being made into a pog. Um, I have the O.J. pogs, by the way, and I also have a couple of the slammers. And the slammers are great because it's like O.J., behind bars and it says oj in the slammer in the slammer so it's a little pun there yeah that's great that's what i saw i didn't i didn't fully ruin your outline no no but Um, also like i would kill for some john paul you know pope john paul fucking pogs (laughs) like you know it's like and i feel like like some kid just has like too many of those all the other kids have like you know their favorite bands and like rocking cars and shit and this kid just has like a whole stack of john paul like i mean this is this is just making me think like this is really is like just like kind of in a way like very pure like pop culture fad type of stuff um, because it's just it's like this thing it blows up especially with having the actual image just completely relating to pop culture I mean in that way it's almost like a me like a, a early meme of just like yeah have this incredibly recognizable image that doesn't actually have anything to do with the game but just as a way to build hype right and then it's just like it can't sustain I mean the how the fuck could it because it's just completely based on a fad it's new it's a novelty when it hits right. the market everyone wants to do it but like I mean and sure like I'll come out to LA and we'll we'll play pogs but like it's not like a sustainable <laughs> business model anymore i mean it's like fucking fidget spinners i mean fidget yeah, spinners exactly. blew up but you know at some point you're like okay well i'm done spinning the thing i'm done i'm done, pinning, I'm done spinning the my fidget yeah i actually have I a did it i have one like right here at my desk because no and they're they're fun but when's the last time you spun it uh, probably like before I got on the phone with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. fine. I don't mean to. I don't mean to. I'm not. I'm not trying to kill your vibe here. Now keep in mind. But I mean. Okay. What about yeah. What about yo-yos? Yo-yos, right? I mean, yeah. Like, okay. Well, that's different. That that's requires like, some skill. Yeah. Some skill. There's there like competition. Still a big moment. Pogs is basically all chance. Like no one was really better yeah. at pogs than other people. You could have a heavier slammer. Like when I was a kid, I had a. Um, a 76 like the gas station like a 76 slammer like oh, gas like yeah. gas stations were like yeah if you buy fucking you know five right. gallons of gas we'll give you a fucking commemorative slammer and i was all in a pog so my dad's like okay i'll fucking go to the goddamn 76 station and uh it was heavy as shit i mean this thing it was like 
brass or something. I mean, it, it was like, you know, it was a heavy slammer and it was the best. But like, that's the only kind of advantage you could get. It's all just throwing shit at a pile of shit. It, it's, <laughs> it's not like skill based and there's no competition, really. You know, it's, it's truly a great gambling game. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess the, I was going to say, because um, recently uh, I was doing a work trip and I, I don't gamble a lot, but I was staying in a casino and I put a little <laughs> money go. in roulette. And I mean, roulette, it's just fucking there's no skill no. involved in the roulette. So, I mean, I guess that would have been the if it had just kind of been legit, like introduced into an adult thing. And if it had just been like attached to gambling, that probably would have been the only way it could have survived is if. Well, it, like somehow yes. got incorporated in casinos. <laughs> now, uh, uh, you'll be very surprised how pogs have been kept alive. I will get to that. So keep in mind that in no way did the Hawaiian dairy that originally produced the lids that formed the game benefit from this as their trademark was purchased by Rapinski. Furthermore, the teacher that originally shared the game with her students and is responsible for introducing the game to the generation that loved it so did not profit off of pogs at all either. The, like, all of this mm. crazy pog mania selling, you know, fucking $10 million in one state alone every week, all that's happening mm -hmm. outside of the people that actually made pogs happen. True. Now, I'm going to say the, the juice company, like, I, you know... That is kind of happenstance, but you know, I like I want to be the the kind of damn the man, you know, uh, you know, root for the underdog. But I feel like the underdog is Blossom, the teacher. Like maybe yeah. if she, like if she had had some, you know, someone on in her corner, you know, she's kind of reminding me a little bit of like the um, you know, with Cabbage Patch Kids, you know, totally. Someone, if someone was looking out for her, um, as far as the company making the juice, I mean, sure, but. I mean, it could have been the milk caps. It could have been something else. Yeah, I mean, I mean obviously it, she could have happened. just made her own out of cardboard and, like, patented it. You know what I mean? Right, But, right. <clears throat> you know, there's always someone, uh, you know, there's always those people that recognize a, a great opportunity and jump on it. You know, and those are the ones that <laughs> end up making $500 million is what Pogs as a company Damn. had raked in by 1996. Half a billion dollars in fucking cardboard discs and fucking plastic That's tubes insane. and slammers because i feel like even even when like in that situation even when you realize that your sales are dropping off you're like oh shit well we just burned like a hundred thousand dollars worth of product that we're not going to sell but that's like five million pogs like i feel yeah. like <laughs> they're so cheap to make that you could still just be like oh we just like completely overstepped yeah. And now I'm still rich as fuck because it was such a cheap product. Yeah, know? exactly. I mean, and again, like they had every license ever, like Disney and fucking yeah, like Looney Tunes and stuff. I mean, you know, it was it was a huge huge thing. It's hard to it, they're so stupid, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's yeah. that that's the that's the whole thing about it. And um if you don't if you're not familiar with these, it's it's fine. But if you are, it's like impossible to forget them. So they did try a comeback though. In 2005, a toy company called Funrise attempted to bring back Pogs with a brand new line of them, which you know came with slammers and accessories, but to no avail. It totally flopped. But all the while, Pogs had been being produced and used in a new way no one could have foreseen. Pogs had found a new purpose in life as currency for the U.S. military. Now, this is some weird Whoa. shit. In 2001... <laughs> 
Yeah, in 2001, during Operation Enduring Freedom, when thousands of military folk were both moved onto bases and deployed, there was a bit of a problem. That problem was coins are heavy. So the, there's like a multifaceted store that, you know, does a lot of, you know, they're on a lot of military bases and they set up a lot of the shops like in the camps and stuff, you know. Uh, it's called AAFES and they cater to, you know, the needs of those living in the bases and in the military. So in order to make things easier for the men and women in our armed forces who have to carry tons of gear, uh, they didn't want to have to worry about carrying currency, especially coins, mm -hmm. you know. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, coins are a lot more durable than carrying around paper money. So what they do, right. they started creating pogs that you would buy and then those would represent your currency. So you could have like a big stack of these pogs in like a pog tube and that's what you would use to pay at these stores on the bases and they would have like army shit printed on them. And I mean like when you think about it, man, isn't that <laughs> kind of like what the dollar bill is anyway? I mean, it's just like a piece of paper, dude. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, fuck it. Yeah, it just goes to show you like money could just be fucking pogs. I wish money was pogs. <laughs> You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, that every, is like, wild, though. your wallet is, is a tube. So, yeah, rather than carrying around these heavy coins, you purchase these pogs for credits and use those at the stores. Uh, they're badass pogs, too. They're like, like, you know, those like grunt life shirts that like, you know, like scary dads wear where it has like an American flag, like and like the guns on the sleeve. Yeah, I've never. I'm not familiar with Grunt Life, but I know exactly like that kind of. Yeah, the you know the, the Punisher style. Yeah, or tap the don't out tread on me kinda, shit. Yeah. yeah, and like all, like all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like these are like stomp pogs my flag, for those I'll folks. Stomp your ass. Yeah, stomp my Ooh, flag. I'll stomp your nice, ass, dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Grunt Life. Okay, that's yeah, that's a new one. Yeah, um, it's like it's the it's all the same shit. But these are pogs for like the guys. Yeah, that have like a Punisher logo on their truck. Like these are these are badass pogs, but they actually you know uh, have, have value. So, what does it all mean? Well, once again, people are suckers, especially kids. Little cardboard discs with cartoons on them. Really, this is a great example of capitalism at its most ridiculous. No one will buy the cow if the milk is free, and no one will buy your juice to get the lid if you can just go buy a pack of pogs. At the very least, they were right. easy to dispose of and were even recyclable. Maybe we could learn something from pogs. If children had more sustainable toys during the period of their lives when their interest in things changed rapidly, then the world would be a healthier place for everyone. Better living through pogs. Yeah. I no, I always think it's funny, and I mean, if they're recyclable, you know, good for them. But I'm I'm always interested. I mean, in a kind of cynical way of thinking, you know, like that. And we've in girls gone while talked about like the Mardi Gras beads or like glitter, but like things like confetti, yeah, like things that are like like we make to immediately trash immediately turn into trash. <laughs> like for for that one moment, it's like here it is. We love it. It's dude, so the great. Beads and then is the worst, dude. <laughs> The beads, confetti, and then the party's over, and it's like, wow, I just, I just bought garbage. Yeah, I just bought garbage. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't garbage for when I needed it, but I just bought garbage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, and again, pogs, they weren't garbage then; they absolutely are now. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. what do you? The only thing pogs are really good for now is uh, like steadying like an unbalanced chair or like you know like putting them under Ooh, like a yeah, table yeah. oh that pesky high boy table at your favorite barn grill yeah yes which is applebee's uh, you could you could be a real hero if you just carried a couple of pogs around and the next time you went out 
You got a wobble yeah. table? Or maybe I'll Allow make like... me, m'lady. Yeah, my, <laughs> okay, may I offer you some pogs, m'lady? Um, may, maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll make like uh, culture dump business cards that are pogs. Ooh. I mean, hey, we're all, you know, a circular shape, though. Everyone loves a good circle. Yeah. But it's not going to fit in your business card. Yeah. And, and your wallet very well. I, I mentioned it uh, earlier in the episode, but yeah, if you guys sign up to our Patreon, we do have a, a top tier that gives you access to all of our bonus episodes, all of our crazy research materials that we put up there and videos and all sorts of stuff like that. But every month you also get a surprise gift in the mail. And uh, the surprise is ruined for this time because I already said it, but we're sending out pogs. So if you want a whole grip mm. of pogs, uh, you know, even though I just went and told you how fucking worthless and shitty they are, and now I'm asking you to give us money for them. No. <laughs> but if you subscribe, but you the, get all the content memorabilia. is the big thing. It's good memorabilia. I mean, you know, one's man's trash is another man's treasure. Yes, and one person's obsession is another man's dump. So and uh, um, if anyone wants, you know. Send me a message and I'll send you my favorite pogs too. Yeah. So <laughs> easy. <laughs> yeah, and if there's any pogs uh, listening, um, so <laughs> send us some. Message. <laughs> All right, we are straying into some unfamiliar territory here on Culture Dumps. Also, um, the biggest thing you can do to help us besides the besides Patreon stuff is just go down when you're listening to this right now on Spotify or Apple or what have you. Give us a, a review, like, you know, or at least just like a rating like that kind of shit really, really makes a difference. So thank you to everyone that that's done that. And uh, if you have a suggestion, like we said, this episode was suggested to us several times. So the consensus was we had to do it. You can send it on over to us on Instagram where you should also follow us. That's at Culture Dumps. Or you could email us at Culture Dumps at Gmail dot com. I'm Ryan Lichten. I've been joined by Parks Miller, Parks the Pog Miller. And uh <laughs> we will uh, see you next time. Keep on dumping. Newsflash. It's a hog milk cap invasion. Milk cap sightings are pouring in by the thousands. The cause is anyone's guess. It's the official World Pog Federation milk cap maker. For the first time ever, you can make your own milk caps. It's cool because it's totally easy. Just load in the picture, line it up, twist, and bam! Make the world's biggest, coolest collection. It's a pog milk cap invasion. And in the weather... The official World Pod Federation milk cap maker from Cap Toys. Who else?